for tuning in to Daters Gonna Date. This is your favorite Irish dating podcast where we talk ghosting, puff, bumble, tinder, bad dates, good dates, and everything in between. Stay tuned for laughs, some tears, and definitely some good stories. Right, here we go then. What are we actually going to talk about? I'm leaving all this in, by the way. <laughs> we don't have, have any plan of what we're going to talk about. We also have a guest in the room with us. <laughs> Two dogs and a human. Sarah, are you going to say hello? <laughs> we're going to get Sarah done because she can tell us her stories uh, because we've probably already why do you have a <laughs> that's a bottle opener it's like a Mexican wrestler bottle opener okay. we um, are having a few drinks guys so it's God Saturday knows. night we can only have one household and we've decided that our households should come together yeah. so bring the day I was going to date households together what are you drinking tell the listeners I'm having rosé I'm drinking back. I'm drinking COVID <laughs> a bottle of COVID I've got a bottle of COVID Delish. Full of that COVID. Um, we did ask people to ask questions and stuff like that, but we'll probably just, might just shit talk, really. We'll just shit talk for a while. We can answer some questions as well. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Michelle said one, totally not related to saying, who would win in a scrap? <laughs> I think I'd win. No, I'd win. No, you wouldn't. Uh, what happened to you when your one tapped your knees before you went down and you were in bits for weeks on end? Yeah, as long as you didn't touch my knees, I'd be fine. Yeah, but I know your weakness. So therefore, I know you're weak. Facto, you'd be distracted by your phone. So <laughs> that gives a hey, you. hey, that's I'm probably like, true. Roshi, and there's something on the Daily Mail, and you're like, "What?" I don't read the Daily Mail, by the way. I have it. I don't read it anymore. I adjudicate. Roshi would win physically, and Mitchell would win with her words. Oh, ew. Oh, wow. But you see, if I got her in the knees, she'd be screaming then. So, you know, that's all you'd ever listen to. Yeah, but imagine how angry I'd be after you got me, so I'd be a dick. Well, it's a scrap, so like... I'm t- mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you might win the physical fight, but <laughs> bruises heal. Words. Stick around forever. That's forever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever that trend on TikTok, and it's like, you can't hurt me because, you know... Blah called me whatever when I was in primary school. Never forgot. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! I was called a dyke in fifth class. I've never forgot. Oh, I was called like I got my hair curled for my communion, and I lo- I was obsessed with curly too. And I was like, I'm this is the best I ever looked, and all the boys ripped me apart, and I've never forgot it. Like literally, never forgot it. And I like I love curling my hair. Almost like to be like. Fuck we <laughs> need to go and curl your hair and find that person and just like flick it in her face um, if a man doesn't like me with curly hair that's a no-go <laughs> is that one of your criteria that's one of my criteria if you don't like my hair curly you can fuck all the way off <laughs> um, actually someone did Angus did we have any um, like things that were like 100% no's like uh, but like I don't know if I have any big ones anymore like I used to be like I don't think I date someone with kids or whatever but I, oh, I, I don't think everyone has that in their 20s yeah and then you get to your 30s and realise you can't really be picky anymore ones. exactly <laughs> I think the only thing I still have is like if they're a Conor McGregor fan forget it or if they're Conor McGregor or if they're <laughs> yeah sorry we're going to have to cut that bit out <laughs> legal reasons we're not allowed to say it include what we just said um, I think my only thing that we know is if someone who's like really sexist really misogynistic yeah or racist yeah that's something we have uh, but you know I don't think I have like I don't have a thing like if a guy has to be a certain height or like has to well to be fair I'm five foot one I really and I'm five foot barely four I don't want anyone smaller than me no, no, true. Sorry to the <laughs> small community of five foot men out there. Well, I think by default, Irish guys are kind of small. Mm. I think the younger guys, or they appear to look taller to me now, but maybe I'm shrinking. Yeah. Maybe I'm not even five foot four shrinking. anymore. My feet used to be size six, and now between a four and a five. That's, that's the only thing, thing that's shrink. shrinking, though. Belly that's isn't. so weird because my sister always says, oh, the only thing. I'll buy lots of his shoes because your feet stay the same size, yeah. but obviously not. No, I fit into her runners there. She's a size four, and I'm a, usually a five. And I was Do like, you know what though? I don't know if I could date a guy with small feet. I'd be freaked out by that. Like, <laughs> what does that? Why? Because of the because he's off balance. <laughs> 
right? So, so there's your thing. <laughs> Sorry, I know you're actually, you look like Jamie Dornan and you're rich and you're a doctor, but your feet are <laughs> size No, but you know the way like, I have mid hands and mid feet? I think like if a guy had really, really small I don't think I'd notice they're mid feet. I'd notice they're mid hands. <laughs> if they had really yeah. small hands, I'd notice that. I don't think I'd notice that. You either. would up against your giant tears. Like, you know. <laughs> or even coming towards you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is that how guys usually approach you? Yeah. Putting their hand across my face, go away. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, years ago I would have said no kids. I would have said no smoking. I don't like smoking, but I can't say it's a complete no. But like a lot of people, like when you're on Tinder and stuff like that, I didn't see that many smokers and maybe they just weren't disclosing it. But I saw on so many profiles like non-smoker, non-smoker. Mm. Like, it seems like a big... I mean, I wouldn't like it, but I, like, it wouldn't put me off somebody if they smoked. Well, I kind of hope that if they did smoke, I'd eventually wear them down that they'd just be like, oh, I have to give them up because she's wrecking my head. But that would, as Sarah <laughs> so pointedly pointed out, your words could cut deep. So <laughs> <laughs> just stop smoking. My personal trainer told me that today. He's like... Sometimes I say things and I know I've said the wrong thing because you make a face and I think you're going to punch me. And I'm like, if my personal trainer's scared, that's good. I love it. My personal trainer? Yeah. That I can afford once every... Every six weeks because they cut the cost when I'm not... Oh, if you like your personal trainer so much, why don't you date him? Well, he started dating somebody pre just before lockdown and moved in with her and now they're having a baby. They're having a baby. Yeah, they lived together since like the start of lockdown and they're having a baby. I'm like, when he told me I burst out laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. This is the best thing I've ever heard. We missed a trick. As in, we should have got ourselves what? We should have pregnant. No, we should have got ourselves COVID fellas. Uh, Pre-lockdown. Pre Roisin. And we like, can barely get one as this. We couldn't get one. Do you remember our last night of pre-lockdown together? Uh... We Is went, that her birthday? Yeah, we went to Flannery's. Yeah. Like, where were we going to get a man in Flannery's? Everyone was 26. But honestly, like, you don't meet anyone out, really, do you? Oh, no, I met that Welsh guy out and I spent an hour talking to him. And yeah, but you're Welsh guy, you never got to see again. No, he lived in Dublin. Oh, right, well, fair enough, but like... No, I spent an hour talking to him and then he went, well, it was great to chat. And I was like, are you joking me? I swear, I had no drink left. Neil was standing over in the corner waiting, thinking something's happening. And I was like, no. Oh, yeah, obviously I had a missus or something. So, I'm so glad he's been never talking to me. Then. I know, I know, but then by the same token, like, isn't it rude? Like, if someone comes over to chat, to just go straight away, like, oh, I have a girlfriend, drive away. Yeah. like, don't be such a knob. Like, you can, you can chat. Casually to drop but it, in. but an hour is, is an it? hour is excessive. Come on, I don't time. like when a guy brings it up straight away. Oh, my girlfriend, yeah. I have a girlfriend. Yeah, in case yeah. you're planning to jump my bones. Yeah, or when girls do it as well. Like, it's just knobby. Like, just have a chat and then just, just subtly. Would you just not prefer to know, no. Oh no, I would, but like, oh, I, yeah, I don't, but like, I don't think it's the aggressive. Um, I have a girlfriend or I have a boyfriend thing. Yeah, I think what your one actually Mairead said on the matchmaking episode, and if you haven't listened, to go back and listen. <laughs> um, it, when she said like a good owner is like, oh, you're married. Do you know what I mean? Because like you obviously know straight away, but I just feel like when someone you walk over to someone and they go, oh, I have a girlfriend, I have a boyfriend, I'm like. Actually, was just gonna ask you if you like for a smoke or like, do you know what I mean? The direction I just trying to walk past you or whatever. I just think some people are super aggressive about it. But I don't know. I don't, do people meet in real life anymore? No, we won't know. Uh, before COVID, yeah, pre-COVID. I don't really know that many anybody I know who met in real life. It's like been it's twelve years ago. Like all my friends that are married, are, like majority they met online through mutual friends. No, because they met their person at like 22, 23. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't really no, know anyone. Anyone that we know that got together in the last year, except for your roommate, and that was online. Two roommates. Both online? Both online. Yeah. They both got themselves. Locked their boyfriends. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but then imagine you had to move in with them. So for two roommates practically fucking live with them anyway so yeah but like imagine you did and then you're like halfway through did you think I got a cat <laughs> <laughs> just leaning into my future life already yeah I, I, we have two dogs you have a cat <laughs> yeah I was actually watching uh, like the old Batman with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Catwoman and she's like a secretary whenever she goes home to her cats and I was like there I am now, but not as good looking as Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, obviously. This is the actual <laughs> yeah. We're going to get sued by Bruno Mars for Yeah, not you shouldn't have signed that. Just blank that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, just leading into the whole being alone thing. Um, but yeah, I suppose the other thing I hate is when people don't disclose that they have a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. And I just think there's a way to do it. Like, you can just do it like... 
you're talking about rugby or whatever like yeah my girlfriend was going to come with me there you go that's yeah, amazing that's but not like I have a girlfriend you're like yeah. okay yeah. I years ago was um, like had a guy that I shifted in college and um, wait I was the college with when I went to the other, oh, the other college, college. Okay. Um, like, so like I liked him the whole time, but we only shifted our graduation thing. Mm. And he would always randomly just send me a message or whatever, and like, like he'd send me the odd message in Australia. And be like, oh, super I know flirty. this guy. Be super flirty, and then I'd be like, "What the fuck? Why are you texting me like this when I live in another country? You never did this when I lived in Ireland." Probably because he had a girlfriend or whatever the time. And then I came back from Australia and I was living with Michelle who was on the podcast and he had uh, and, and, and Sarah sorry I didn't know if you wanted to be included didn't know if you wanted to be included or not and also you haven't been on the podcast yeah well you are now I'm on it now <laughs> so many stories already people already knew <laughs> yeah so he like DM me on Facebook and we just ended up talking and we must have talked every single day for about three weeks like non-stop and I think Sarah you and Michelle were both like do you know just ask them to go for a drink and I was like oh I don't know like it's mm. kind of weird and you were just kind of like oh, you went to college together like, so it doesn't have to you know what I mean it doesn't have to be a date if he's like yeah. not interested or whatever yeah so I kind of pumped myself up for doing this and I was I remember I was in work and it was a Friday and mm. I was thinking I'll just do it you know you could just be like sorry for a pint after work or something like that and he was talking about my photos and he was like, oh yeah, you look, you look really hot in this picture and like sent me a picture mm. or whatever. And I was like, ha, ah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he writes back, well, if I wasn't a taken man, this is the first time he mentioned yeah, he had a girlfriend in three weeks of chatting every single day, mm. like nonstop. He'd invited me to go and see his place that he just bought and everything. That and you now know like he about bought it. with the girlfriend. Well, I don't know if he bought it well, with like, her, yeah. but like... Like, do you know what I mean? So I've already gone. Was there a picture going to be on the wall? Like, I don't know, did they, had they taken a break or did she go away or what happened? Because mm. I don't know how you could be talking to someone constantly for three weeks and your missus not be like, who are you messaging? Maybe they didn't live together. They may not have lived together, but he would like text me morning, noon, yeah. afternoon, evening, nighttime. Like, you know, yeah. and now he's married to that girl. Is he? Yeah. He got married. Um, I, I deleted him off Facebook and everything, right? Mm. And then, like, it was so, uh, like, whatever, a couple of months later, he was like, oh, we're not Facebook friends anymore. Like, as if he didn't know straight away that I didn't reply. Because yeah. I, I, I thought, like, if, because I remember someone saying to me, like, if his girlfriend ever finds those messages, she, he, she can see that the minute he said girlfriend, you just stopped replying. Yeah. So she can see that, like, you, you weren't, didn't, you, you didn't know. know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and he was like, oh, we're not friends on Facebook anymore. I just didn't reply. And then I had a college reunion and um, he was at something else, but everybody was like, let's go meet this person and whatever. And I had to tell one of the girls at college, I was like, just this happened and just make sure I don't go off or anything because I didn't know if he was there with his missus or whatever and it was the most awkward fucking thing <laughs> of my life it was awful and then he kept trying to like get my attention and the girl was like he's like staring he's like two holes in the back of head and I was like I just don't want to have any interaction with him because mm-hmm. like I'm just afraid I wasn't drunk but, like but I'd had a few drinks and I was like yeah. it's really not the venue to like go mad but anyway eventually he called me and he was like oh, I just wanted to say sorry um Blah, blah, blah. and he was just like oh I should have said I was like yeah you fucking should have said I was like it's disgraceful to your girlfriend to your missus and she was there and I was like and I'm embarrassed now I was like the stuff you, and he was like oh well we didn't do anything and I was like the stuff you said there were things he said that you you would not say to somebody else of your relationship like you, he'd been like god your tits looked amazing in this photo and like sent me the picture from Facebook you don't say that if you're if you're with yeah. somebody well you wouldn't want your boyfriend to be saying that to somebody no exactly and uh, and I just was like at the time I was with somebody and I was just like well I'm with someone and I'm happy so it doesn't matter but I was like we're not friends I was like accept your apology but we're not mates mm. not re-adding you on Facebook around me I'm like done yeah. Not kind of right. I'm pretty sure though if you were to ask your listeners how many people have been in a situation like that where they've been texting someone yeah. unaware that that person is in a relationship and then having to deal with the consequences yourself of yeah. like 
the guilt that comes to being, you know, talking to yeah. And obviously he didn't feel guilty because he then went and told and married her. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, has he done that with other people or other girls? I'd imagine it's probably happened a lot in lockdown. You know, like oh, people yeah. getting in touch with you and being like, maybe betraying that they're single and they're actually locked in with their missus. Mm-hmm. Or a hobby or whatever. Do you remember my, paint all remember my college men, thing? It's just men. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember my college one? Oh, yes. Well, no, but you, uh, did you, I'm sure I told you about, so there's this guy that I fancied in college. It's worked, really hard to not say names. Oh, I know, <laughs> yeah. Um, although anyone who went to college with us and they listened to will know exactly this is. Yes. Because it was very slim <laughs> Um But this guy, I fancied him in college and... Um, spectacularly made a show of myself in front of him one night but anyway wouldn't be like it it wouldn't be like it but he got the he got his own friend by making a show of himself in front of me one night in Quinns so that was fine but um, we, again when we were in Australia now before I went to Australia he used to message me on Facebook all the time like, yeah I said all day every day but then I went to Oz and it phased out I was gone he had a girlfriend and then I was in New Zealand um, before I came home um, he had started messaging me quite a bit, like responding to things. But yeah. Instead of responding on my page, he'd message me privately about it. So like he put up a status going like... Again, I would say red flag because he's not writing, he's not like commenting yeah. under anything. So. Yeah, like I put up, oh, you know, like something that he wouldn't understand, like oh, I'm heading to Cairns or I love Gilligan's mm-hmm. or something. And he hadn't been to us, but he'd send a message going, oh, tell me about this Gilligan's place. And they're like, sure, what's it to you? Like, yeah. It's like somebody in Dingle going, oh, come here, Dick Max. I'm like, yeah, well, look, unless I've been there, like, <laughs> yeah, or I'm going there, there, I don't need to know anything about it. Do you know what I tell you? The Amazon rainforest. Yeah, <laughs> something else. Do you know the, the car park up in Santry? Well, <laughs> oh, I tell you, that's the car park you've ever been. But um, that was grand. So anyway, I was in New Zealand and I remember uh, I got locked out of the apartment I was staying with our friend because she fell asleep drunk and I was beaten down the door. So I was sitting outside and I think he started messaging me. He was like, why didn't you come home to Ireland? Well, no, we were messaged for ages at that point. At this stage, it was kind of like you yeah. and your fella all day, every day. And he was like, when are you coming home? And I said, I'm back on the... I'm surprising people I didn't tell him I was coming yeah. home. So I'm coming home on the 9th of July. And this is when Michelle told me there was a cat outside the window. <laughs> ah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, go on. Sorry. So he, he was like, do you want me to collect you from the airport? And I was like, what? And I was like, no, no, I've got a friend who's going That's to so collect me and drive me around and drive me home. Mm-hmm. But I was like, how awkward have I been? I haven't seen the chap in like seven years. We've talked on Facebook, but like he was going to collect me from the airport. I was like, right, okay. So again, this went on texting the whole time. So I was home and... He was like, we must meet up, we must catch up, the two of us and go for a drink, blah, blah, blah. And I remember I replied and Michelle texted me the next day and goes, have you been on such and such as Facebook? And I was like, no, why? Not today, why? And she goes, just go and have a look. And he was emigrating to Canada with his girlfriend. (laughs) I was like, are you taking the fucking piss? They put a picture of their pints in Dublin airport about five days after I got home from Australia. And... The two of them were chatting off for a new life. Never said anything. Never said anything. So I wrote underneath it. Wow, you never told me. Um, you never told me any of this when you were, we were messaging. Uh, hope you two have a brilliant new life together. Um, enjoy. And then I unfriended him. Oh, snide. And he like added me back. I was like, no. Oh, he tried to add you back? He tried to add me back about five times. Wasn't he in touch recently? He yeah, followed me on Instagram. And then he sent me a message, but I've just ignored it. It's in my like message requests. Oh, and, you no. know, I just ignored it. You can it. leave it like they don't know you've read it or whatever. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was like, do you want to catch up for a project I'm doing? I was like, no. You're obviously still in his brain. The one that got away. The one that got away. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it a thing that it just like, they know they're not actually going to do anything? And it's just a thrill of like having to chat. No, with I think it's else? a secret. They want to get like a secret ride. Yeah, but like, the thing is, like, Oh, sometimes, boy. sometimes, like, here's the thing. He obviously was never going to go through with meeting with you because you're only home five days. Like, where was he going to cram this in before he immigrated? Apparently, he was going to take me at the airport. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like... <laughs> On his way I, to go and get his own flight. Yeah. I just wonder, like, was the intention ever there to do anything or is it just, like, the fucking trail of, like, being like, well, it could fuck her See, I, I, think, I think it's more like he was like, I've got five days left in the country. I can... Be, like get what I want Do it and then, and then leave can I tell a story about a friend of mine here we go oh fuck okay I need to move a bit closer to the mic I'm not sure but go for it do I need another glass of wine here to start I think go get your glass of wine so my friend was uh, met this match with this guy on Tinder was chatting to him 
Then she got a boyfriend, so she deleted this. Um, then she went, they broke up, she went back on Tinder, she matched him again, they were chatting, got a new boyfriend, they broke up, and then she matched with this guy again. So eventually they met up and they went to a, uh, he was going to a match and she met up with him afterwards and then they um, they spent the weekend together. They didn't do anything, but they were hanging out and the next day he went and got her a chicken fillet roll and like... The romance throw. Oh, I tell you, if a man ever brought me a chicken fillet roll... Yeah, pretty serious stuff, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, that was true. <laughs> true relationship. I've a flashback to, to remember the person that stayed with us in our old apartment for the weekend came back after coppers one night and ended up coming out for your birthday. Oh, yeah. And he did the chicken fillet roll run the next morning and, and all the girls like, he's lovely. Because he brought back like seven chicken fillet rolls. Who was that? Just nice it. Oh, I can see it because I can oh, okay. it. Um, his name was Simon. I met him in coppers and he ended up Simon Harris. <laughs> I got how he became Minister for Health. Because of the way he's the Minister of Health. I talking about it. I was like, no. Is it no? Like, no, like no from Cork no oh, always God, comes no. up and we go drinking and he always does the breakfast run the next no, morning it's, again it's if your man does the breakfast run the next morning he's a keeper well yeah if he does the breakfast run and even better if you're vegetarian like me if he has Linda McCartney waiting for you having the coke for sure she ain't in a vegetarian <laughs> house tonight mate. if he comes all I want is a can of coke to be fair anyway oh, so we're putting all of that out um she then went on to his Instagram and discovered that he had a girlfriend. Oh, Jesus. And the previous week he had been, um, I think he had, had celebrated a significant birthday and him and his girlfriend had been to like somewhere in America and it was a really lavish trip or whatever. So obviously she said it to him and he just like, deleted her and blocked her so then she reached out to the woman yeah. who was like no this isn't true and so she sent her all the photographs of like their messages and stuff and told them obviously that they had had a date or whatever and on the weekend together still together <laughs> oh my god like, this, is, this is what's so sad is that the like the bar is on the floor for men like really, really, yeah. it, like you don't have to do much as a man to basically uh, please a woman, essentially. If or to be a good guy. Yeah, you just we have to be halfway decent and clean. And clean that's, that's about it. Have a, have a job. Ha- hygiene and maybe work. But some girls will take absolute crap. Like that's insane. That's absolutely insane. That's always the fear. Like I always say that if I... You sorry, know, just the point of that whole thing was that this person had been on Tinder for about three years. This got oh my god! Honestly, I was doing the entire time. Like this person had gotten a relationship and come back, got another relationship and come back, and for all. See, this that is what time, I don't understand. It's is it the thrill? Because I I understand what you're saying about just wanting the ride, but you could go out and pick up a girl rider. Mm. So what is it about going on Tinder well, proof. and like starting a date and like do you know what I mean? All that with somebody. There's the proof. Then, you can show your the mates, the lads, lads, lads. Like I accept with this one. But then it's just proof that you're on it. Like that's what I mean. Is it like? Is but it, he must just know that those that the girlfriend is never going to leave him. That's, that's the insane. thing. I don't I, know if it like have I discussed this story. I somebody told me this story. It, it's it's one of the worst ones I've heard. Love men. Um, <laughs> all, got, all the nice, we have some nice male listeners yeah, listen to us. So. Yeah. Um, and she lived in the UK and she met a guy and started dating him and basically was with him for a year and they got a dog together and he had had an de- ex and they'd been living together and there was an awkward transition of him trying to move out and find his own place. And uh, she went to his like graduation or something and met his parents. And then he, it was a significant birthday. I think this is it. And he was like, oh, I'm going away for a trip with uh, the guys. Blah, blah. Um, and he was gone. I'm trying to remember all the specifics, but I don't know is did somebody tag him in something and she saw it or something. Mm. But basically he was with another girl. And basically the girlfriend he apparently had broken up with and had been living with at the time, he'd never broke up with her. Mm. He'd still been with her 
while being with the other girl for over a year, getting a dog together and staying with her like basically every second weekend. And then basically she had told, what? yeah, told the girl and the girl was like similar, didn't believe her. And she was like, I've met his parents. And she was like, what? And it, she explained like what his parents looked like and blah, blah, And how his parents didn't know or like say, why is our son a piece of shit? Yeah. Or like, because he obviously introduced her as a... As a girlfriend. As a girlfriend. Or even if they didn't, you'd, you'd be sitting together like a couple. Yeah. Staying in the same room, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah. So like he'd had like this double life for over a year. That mm-hmm. really frightens me, the idea that somebody could be like with you with somebody else and you that know, happened to a friend of ours for three years for three years mm. and again had met the mother and Ireland is so fucking small how do you get away with it well the thing is you get away with it for a certain amount of time you're always going to be caught I think that circumstance was different because you know we were in our 20s and so you know you were I suppose you were not as maybe to your partner maybe as you would be in your yeah you know so I know but it's it's so odd because like like it's so fucking small this country yeah I was talking to somebody on tinder uh and they're from a town that some of our friends are from and I was like oh do you know them and he's like yeah (laughs) oh yeah like now you could tell me about someone from my town and I'd be like no but maybe because I just didn't pay attention yeah, but this is a town in Dublin. No, I mean, like, someone's because I, I, my town. Yeah, I do think yeah. country towns are different sometimes because you do know each other more. I think Dublin towns can be different sometimes, but this town is definitely not. Everybody, fuck's sake. What about if I did a quick fire round of questions for you? Oh. Okay. 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 About dating. dating. Okay. okay. Well, let me get more alcohol. Get them ready in your head. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Just because, like, you might take my shoes off. Take your shoes off. The reading on that mic is going to be extreme. Tonight on Daters and Date. Did you ask the question? Right, go ahead. Okay, now so your answers have to be short and snappy. None of this long winded <laughs> stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. I like to talk, Sarah. <laughs> okay, ideal date. Roshi. Uh, not dinner because I don't like eating in front of people I used to say like drinks I, drinking used to be my ideal day but because of COVID and I have to do like outdoor dates and stuff like that I wouldn't mind now like a nice lovely walk and like having a 99 oh, fuck and maybe sakes. going in for a pint after no seriously because I've, I've had them dates and they're way nicer I think so 99 so she wants to lick ice cream. No, Are you want to sexualize everything we say? Yes. Oh, great. Uh, I would go for a drink somewhere nice with a view. No food. I know no COVID. Food. I don't like COVID, eat. you have to. But like, like, I don't like This is non-COVID. Right uh, so somewhere nice that like you're overlooking somewhere. So you, but you can people watch and that can give you conversation. Um, and then the next stage can be a bit more inventive. First day, you want to be chatting. I went the first day before to the cinema. God, that was terrible. That's dreadful. But that's why kind of walk works as well because like even people watch as well. And also you can leave because you can be like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to walk into the scene. Yeah. We've walked around the car. Oh God, sorry, we like Let's not mention car parks. Okay. Go back to episode nine. What would you do if your friends didn't like your partner oh god there's lots of people like <laughs> green and bearish um if you were going out with someone and your friend you knew your friends didn't like them yes i kind of think here's the thing i used to always think what your friends thought was really really important mm-hmm. and it's not that i i obviously prefer that your friends get on with your partner or whatever but unless there's a real legitimate reason like as in he's cheated on you he treats you like shit like he's done something nasty and awful. Mm. Like sometimes it's just a personality clash and people don't get on. Like you can't really do anything about it. If you're like it. one friend here is that you'd be like, if this person doesn't like, you know. I on, I think I used to think like that, but not anymore. Because I do think it's, you, you, what happens is when you're in a relationship, everybody else is not privy what happens when the doors are closed and you don't know any, anything about everybody's relationship. So it's not a deal breaker. For it's not a deal breaker for me anymore. I think I would have when I was younger been so concerned about what everybody thought. I would depend no. on the amount of people. 
that don't like him. Well, yeah, true. If it was the case, I brought him in and literally you were all were like, please, he's, he can't be here. If everybody was like that, I'd be like, okay, there's something yeah, but that that's, I'm not seeing. But that's the thing is, I think if it was like that, that means he's skewing something to you. Whereas like just people not getting on with somebody because of, well, Jesus, personality clash is not the same thing. Because not everybody's going to get on all the time. Yeah, that's but there could be a personality clash of something that you don't see. Of like, as in... He's a big racist when you're in the toilet. Like, okay, you're, you're, you're blabbering. We're blabbering, yes, um, sorry. Okay. I'll keep them going in there. <laughs> I'm roasting them. Yeah. Would you go out with someone who doesn't drink? No. I don't think I could either. Well, my ex wasn't a big drinker. Doesn't matter. I, don't drink. think it's, I think it's the, um, you feel like shit then the next day and I don't like somebody who quotes stuff back to you. But that's the thing, like, the only thing that I didn't like about my ex sometimes is because he didn't really drink if I was hungover he'd be like giving out to me be like come on let's go and I'd be like oh, fuck time but I can understand why that's annoying like if your weekend is your only time you get to spend together and the other person's like dying of a hangover it's kind yeah, of yeah but when you're both dying of a hangover it's great Just that's what I mean together, yeah. so then you're equal like it's grand but yeah I don't think I could date someone who drunk problem fine but uh, <laughs> yeah like he'd be just a heroin that's totally fine no, like, could you go out with a farmer as a yes vegan yes so you could go out with someone who, you know, slaughters animals, yeah? That's not, that wasn't the question. I could go out with a dairy farmer if he only sold milk and cheese. <laughs> and then he... Let the cows wander free. He let the cows die of natural causes and that was only when people let the beef. <laughs> Routine, could you go out with someone who is homophobic? No. You know me. I love the gays. I'm a gay man trapped in a woman's but, body. But do you think maybe <laughs> you could like... I would have you in the Jordan. Indicate <laughs> someone. I don't think uh, you, I no, don't think I, I think if somebody is a homophobic, that's a learned lesson. And I think, it, it, like, when you're in your thirties, not saying that people can't change, but I think you, you can. You know change. what I mean? They've obviously grown up or gone to school or be surrounded by. Mm. Like, if he's a homophobic, who else is homophobic around him? Okay, you know I mean, one night stands. Yes, no, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have no idea why you wouldn't be interested in having a one night stand. Like as in if you fancy someone you like someone and you're shifting them and you bring them home and you're just feeding them up, like why wouldn't you just have yeah, sex with them? If you want to have sex with somebody and you know what you're in for, like you know yeah, this is a one night stand. We're also females and the emotions come no matter. If you yeah, but the emotions won't come because you're never going to hear day. from them again. No, but then you get the guilt. Yeah, this is the problem with being and a woman. the horribleness. You get the but you fear should, and the guilt. You shouldn't feel like that. And I know that is a thing that's easier said than done, but we shouldn't feel like that. I don't think you should feel like that, but I do think that it just comes and then you feel like crap for five days afterwards. Well, like we've all had a one night stand. But like, the worst thing is that somebody who probably your friend is in a relationship turns around to you after did you get his number? And yeah, then you so. feel like shit because he never asked you. But the only thing is, I don't mind one night stands once it was good. It feels way worse the next day after sex with shit and you have that the fear hungover. It was a waste of fucking time. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> oh, you can't get it up anymore. Is that it? Great. Go to sleep. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you want to do it in the morning with no condom? No. Get out. <laughs> you know, it's just like, but I don't have anything against it. Like Roshin's mother. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have an, oh, oh, can we preface warning this actually podcast? My moco, don't listen. If you um, are a parent <laughs> to either of the hosts, please do not My mom has found a way to listen, so I don't know how. Like, I think I like when a one night stand is good, I like it. Yeah. And I don't like, I had one before. It was the first time I was with someone after I broke up with my ex. Now, it wasn't necessarily that it was the greatest sex, but the next day I was like, bye, see ya. <laughs> because I was just, you know, I was able to just separate. I hear you. I hear you guys. What would you do if you ran out of... What or either of you got a boyfriend? For the podcast? Mm. I think you could totally talk about... Yeah, because um, you don't just... Like, also, you don't just get a boyfriend. So you're yeah, yeah. crap beforehand and they're like... It takes ages before they're official, and then you so like that. That's really interesting. I think and, the thing as well about and the then podcast want is to see the early stages of the yeah, relationship. Totally. Like, yeah, totally. I also think the thing at the podcast is like we'll stop it when it's basically not fun anymore. Mm. I think mm. for not enjoying and it. I'm not, this is nothing against your routine, yeah. but there's no fucking chance of it happening anytime soon for either of us. <laughs> we hate ourselves. Is there one thing that you've 
both think that you are you maybe could you know be a bit more open or but like if we're talking about normal life right so just say covid wasn't there i think me and nicola are both can be very closed people uh which might be funny for people who know you to hear yes very open yeah we're open with people who know us but i think we're guarded this is like out of my comfort zone by yeah. being open on the podcast yeah. and I think as well like at the start of this year we were very much like woohoo let's give it a go yeah. and then COVID kind of like really not like uh, not just us but everybody I'd say mm-hmm. has had a knock from it in whatever way or shape or form but like for me like yeah my confidence has taken up because I've put on weight and I'm like I don't feel fantastic, and, and like you can't that get your energy out because you can't go anywhere. Like as in like flirting and yeah, and, and I think it's hard to like then try put yourself out there with somebody when you kind of like feel like shite. Mm. And you do sometimes I get the energy that the other person feels like shite as well. But I think we're guarded, Nicola. You're probably a little bit more than me. I think. Oh yeah, I'm very guarded. Yeah, yeah. and it's which is funny because I thought I would be more so because my. It's not that recent anymore now, actually, my breakup, when I think about it. I thought I would be a lot more guarded, but, like, I have gone on dates and stuff like that, but, like, I've gotten to a point now where I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I expected to meet... Like, it wasn't that I thought we would do this and I'd, like, meet someone instantaneously. It was just more like... Oh, I did. I was like, March 12th. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought, like, after, like couple of first dates like something would stick mm. and like I don't know it's hard then to know like what is it you it's have hard to think about what we could be where we could be right now if with the podcast and with our dating lives if COVID had not yeah but here's because the, we were very much putting ourselves out there yeah but here's the thing is you are more because we talked about like how we might go out like and record a podcast out and try to approach people right and that made me feel physically ill like <laughs> In a way, like, I understand maybe why I'm, I've got dates because I'm more comfortable with the behind the screen and talking to someone, whereas I think Nicola is much better in real life yeah. meeting people and chatting people up. Like, if we were in a pub and Nicola saw someone she'd fancied, might take a drink or two, but you would go up to them. I'd find a way to. Yeah. yeah, you'd find a way to approach them. I'd go out the door and run to the next pub. Like that's, Although you did see me in Galway, I was really like, didn't no, know how did, to like, work yeah. that fancy. But I, I'm lost my yeah. skills now. But I think um, we have very, very like different approaches to how we. Yeah, but I've it. said that from the start. Feel I'm better in person because I'll find something that I can slag that. But you're a good flirter as well. That's that a natural thing, thing, though. That's and it's not just with guys. Like I flirt with girls too. You big variety. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, sexual. So my wine is ending, so I need to go get some more. So um, give us one more question before you go. You, we can chat. I'm going to give you a little bit of a deep, deep comment yeah, and then okay. a question. Yeah. So you obviously both started it with great ambitions of what the year would be, and obviously COVID oh, hit. <laughs> and, but I think you know you probably don't realize it now, but maybe you've learned a lot from talking about different experiences that you've had. You've probably helped a lot of people along the way. And maybe you've, you know, learned a little bit about yourselves and each other mm. too. So, you know, when when you can go back out and do the dating scene, maybe you'll be a little bit more better equipped or whatever than than maybe you were you would have been in February. So that's the question. Yeah. The question is it's in it's September now. Yeah. Um, no one knows what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks and months. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you were to set yourself a goal, a realistic goal in this area of your life, what would it be? To get a date. Although it's not realistic. That is, but you see, like, that's what I mean. Like, if you say that, like, is that the energy you're putting out? You know what I mean? Because we've talked about how... No, because I did my positive mental attitude for ages there. Yeah, for how, for how long is ages? Two weeks? I think you've got to do it for, like, fucking no, six uh, months. Delete the apps now at the moment because I couldn't be arsed. Yeah. No, no. Like, totally. I have Tinder, but I've... Um, I have it off like yeah, I didn't the delete my account I just yeah. deleted it off my phone yeah. for a while so, and my card is, doesn't show so no one can see me just the matches that I already have it's not like any of them are coming to me out of blue after weeks of not talking but um, I think I knew confidence would be a thing but I think COVID has made confidence even more 
Harder to be. <laughs> harder to be confident. Oh, wow. Wow, the white well, is uh, fantastic. Um, you English? <laughs> that's impossible. Um, I think like that, it's been made more obvious to me that like that's a potential issue for me. And like, uh, I know obviously that I have had dates and you haven't, but on my dates have gone to shit. Like, we won't even talk about the car park again. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Or like someone's been like, like thought was like there was something there and they're like no and I'm just like Jesus and it feels like it's you and it's hard because you have to be you have to keep going it's not personal it's not personal it's not personal it's not personal and it isn't personal because how many times have we probably like said to a guy oh I'm not interested or it just couldn't be arse right back or fought them off mm. or like just started talking to them because you were bored yeah. and didn't actually want anything from them and they, might be, <laughs> and they might have been keen so okay realistic goal um, I mean like realistically I just want to meet someone you know what I mean like and I don't know how long that will take but like that's what I want this is the time that I would have thought a lot of people who are in relationships who have a boyfriend or you are the boy um, or whatever you have friends who are single and so does your partner yeah I would have thought a lot of people would have been doing a lot more setting up because you can only have at the minute one household in Dublin but do you know anybody like do you know any single guys yeah okay because I don't know any I'm not friends with Most of them are gay. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I mean, I meant, I meant single straight, straight guys. Yeah, straight no, I guys. do. I don't know any single straight guys. I can set you up with mine. Oh, well, hey, I could only imagine how glorious he is. <laughs> but um, I actually would say that I work with a girl who Love Life was in the fucking toilet and uh, she wasn't having a great time with it. And a friend to her said, I work with this guy and I think you get on with him. And... She's seen him now, what, about three months or something? And she really likes him. But the one thing I noticed when I was talking to her about it, I, I say to like previous times we talked about meeting people and stuff, is she's mentally in a good place. And I think that makes a huge difference. But I think that if you're a friend, it's like, and it's not just like, oh, I really like him, I think you yeah. like him. Would actually put some thought into it. You're more open That's what to I it. mean. That's because because the guy wasn't necessarily like, I don't think the guy was necessarily like, your one's best friend. She just worked him and she thought like, there was obviously something about him that she thought, oh, this might actually, there's something here, you know? But I also think the whole point is, if you feel good about yourself, like it's bound to attract, like like that's just, surely that just makes sense. And I know when I met my ex, I was in a much more positive place than I had been like six months previous to that. And I do think there's something about a bit of luck. I mean, what if I hadn't responded to his message? Or like, do you know what I mean? There's so many things that could have just altered and I might have never met him. You know what I mean? Like this, sometimes just things happen at the right time. I don't know. Long term goal. I just want to meet somebody. I just want to meet. It's not a big list. It would be nice yeah. to meet. It would be nice to get beyond. Would second. you see it as a failure if you didn't? Kind of, yeah. In a weird way, I would probably because I come from a large family. Um, my parents are married after still married after like forty eight years, forty nine years, nearly fifty years. I think now is this year fifty or next year. My older siblings are all married. Like my mum was obsessed with the idea of me buying a house because in her mind, owning a home is like the pinnacle of being set up for life. But I feel like in my head, the pinnacle of of adulthood or whatever is being in a relationship and it doesn't necessarily to me mean being married anymore or anything like that it's just like having a person mm-hmm. and it does sometimes feel like it's a failure if you don't do it which is bad because look at all all the other great things and great relationships you have without being with somebody mm-hmm. yeah but at the end of the day you you when you're in your 30s you do realize that your friends have fiddled out a bit because they're in relationships and it's hard to get to meet the people and they want to meet on their terms because they don't want to go to the pubs because yeah. they don't need to and you're like well I'm not going to meet someone by like them jumping through my bedroom jumping through your window well so, I actually think we're really lucky because if we take away our home friends from our hometown that we've got people friends whatever, in Dublin. our friends in Dublin from Australia and everywhere else are generally single mm. 
and like to have that kind of decent core group in your 30s mm. I don't know if a lot of girls who are single at our age have that but take away the fact that you know you're you've got pressure from your family mm. from your friends group and ask yourself whether or not you're ready to be in another relationship you're ready to be in a relationship mm. and whether you know, you're doing something because... I want all the babies. So. <laughs> yeah, but I got very different times. <laughs> well, because you're thinking of all the things that you want to do rather than, as you said, maybe enjoying the things that are... Yeah. I think I do now that we're single because, like, you know... You, you know yeah, like, you travel. Like, no, but, like, <laughs> but, but it's a genuine thing. Like, no. you have, like, we can't do as much as we, we could do because we have pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine what it would be like if we have a child. Yeah, no, no, it's totally different. And I'm grateful so for I'm not um, the life that I've had so far. I don't think I would exchange what I... I, I remember when I told my friends that I was going to Australia... And some of my friends were like, what? Like, because a lot of my friends from school were like already in long-term relationships at 25, 26 and were ready to get married and have babies at that, at that age. And I was not there, probably, probably because I wasn't in a long-term relationship myself. And some of them were so surprised and they were like, did you not use that money to buy a house? And that was where their mentality head was at. And that's totally fine. But I wanted to travel and see the world and that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I wouldn't trade any of that to be in a relationship. And it, you know what the funny thing is? You were saying about pressure from friends and family. It's not even that they put a lot of pressure. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's probably not a good thing. But your pressure is coming from a place where you don't have as many people to hang out with because all of those Yeah, but then the thing is, it's not, it's not like those people haven't done things. Yeah, of course. I, I have internalized a comment and made it like... Yeah, a big no, but that's what I but that's what I mean. We do it kind of to ourselves. Mm. We kind of do it to ourselves. So I don't know. It's a hard one. I just um I would love to meet someone and as I said, marriage and kids I don't really I don't really know if that's on the agenda because the thing is, I've never tried to get pregnant. So God only knows if you meet someone I mean, you could be unlucky, like, and it might not happen to you. So I try not to think too much about that because you don't really know. I, ju- I just very much like the idea of just having a person. As in, not to, not that I need them to make my life, but to have an equal and to have somebody to just celebrate and enjoy little things hmm. about. And I mean, you can travel and... You know what I mean? You can go and do things. It's just so nice to like feel like you don't have, have someone to go and ask someone, "Will you come with me?" Because yeah. the person that you're with. Yeah. Okay. So your goal. Oh God. I'm talking to you. stone. That's my goal. No, you're dead. You're come on. It's yeah, a that'll help podcast. you feel better. Yeah, that'll help you make me feel better. Oh. You're fucking tiny. Well, anyway. I don't mean the stone. I mean like lose the weight that locked in weight, and that will help me feel better mentally. That's not the question. The question is, what's your, what's your goal? So you say that goal's not achievable, is that? <laughs> yeah, you big fat fuck. <laughs> no, but like I in terms of goals, I understand that. Like, like, would it be your goal that you would go on dates? Isn't that a good goal to have? Do you think now, right? Okay, just interestedly, like no, no, no. But you remember, like, kind of at the start of this, you were kind of saying, like, I don't want to waste any time and like with like a donor date with anybody. Like, if I don't really feel, you know, 100%. But, like, has COVID changed your opinion in the sense? Would you be more willing? You know, maybe if you weren't 100%, but, like, would you be more willing? Because you're like, oh, fuck it. We, you know, we don't know. And, like, life is short. And fucking, we'd see what the pandemic has done. Maybe I will just meet this person and see. Well, it depends. I, I wouldn't do it on the apps. I'm not, I've thought about it now. So much, I've tried all those apps. Obviously, loads in lockdown. No interest. We haven't done Hinge, actually. I did, I did Hinge. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Oh, God. It's done too small. It's yeah. way too small for it because it's just basically the lads that you see on Bumble and Tinder. Yeah. It's just those. It's the same photographs. Yeah. It's like the lads that you've seen five years ago are still on it. You know, they're, mm. that's it. So, nah. Um, if I met someone, like, let's say when the pubs can reopen and you kind of got talking to someone via social distancing yeah. and then you got texting, then yeah. But I just, after this time now, I've spent a lot of time invested in the apps and really given the proper goes. Yeah. And nothing happened. And now I'm like, um, I, now I'm going to 
I'm just going to wait, wait it out. I just don't like now where we ever going to meet people in my life again. I know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? In um, other stuff, I just looked at the questions that people sent us. Should we yeah. answer some of them, considering they are our listeners? Yeah, for sure. Um, someone asked, opinions on long distance and can it ever work? I haven't. I've never done a long distance relationship. You have done... Yeah. Well, like, yeah. we call it a kind of... You weren't a relationship, but it was kind of like a relationship, yeah. but you didn't get in one until, you, like... you. Were we did a pre-relationship. Yeah. And, like, what did you... Like, not thinking about... Uh, the afterwards yeah but like at the time did you feel like oh I'm actually really interested in this guy and if I was in Australia it'd be different yeah yeah like so basically to the listeners I was um, in Ireland Roisin had gone to Australia Mm. Um, I was in Ireland I was in a really good job a job that was like the dream job Mm. and that I didn't think in my industry I'd get it and as foot model as a foot model for a foot for a um, taking photos of my feet and making snows really um, so I got in contact with an old friend randomly I think he got in contact did you just, I you just bumped into we did bump into each other um, before he went to Australia yeah. we met in coppers of course yeah. we're all great romance to start but we were friends beforehand you knew yeah. as well um, we met beforehand um, we were friends for a quite long time he had a girlfriend so never I never even considered he had a girlfriend the entire time I yeah. never even looked at him that way thank you for that Sam thanks Tamara um, <laughs> for shaking off that's the dog um, so that was fine met him in coppers and he was telling me he was singing again like again it's just like coppers rubbing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. why are we shots? And then I he, think he ran us drunk. Yeah, I think we did. We're like, guess I bumped into. Um, so that was fine. Then he went to Australia and then randomly he was there a couple of years and he wrote on my Facebook wall yeah. or something. And then he messaged me. Man, messaging and I was like oh Jesus that's the story mm. and usually when these conversations happen with somebody who haven't spoken in years you go through maybe like eight messages yeah. and like listen it's good to catch up yeah but we ended up talking all day every day well until the time difference because he was yeah. obviously like yeah. nine hours ahead of me or whatever um, so he'd be out and he'd be messaging me and his night out and it got to the point that like I, if I was his friends in the pub, like I would be going, go and enjoy your night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like I'd be sitting in the office at work. Yeah. And he'd be messaging me. I'd be like, go and enjoy your night. He's like, yeah. oh, well, I just want to still talk to you. I'm like, no, it's, it's yeah. tomorrow. Like, text me when you're over. Yeah. Um, and it went from Facebook Messenger to email because it was easier for me on the computer at work. To With the email. time difference as well, yeah. With the time difference. And then it went to Skype. And then it Were you was, doing Mad Libs? <laughs> We went to Skype and yeah. then it was calling every weekend, texting all day, every day yeah. when the time difference allowed. Yeah. And then he told me he like he was drunk for him, really drunk one night and he got lost in Sydney and he was trying to keep awake on this public transport and he was like, Oh, something to tell you, and I can tell you now I'm locked. I was like, Cheers, I'm and that was fine. Didn't you, Nick? Uh, so basically, yeah, we were like a pre-relationship because we both said that we liked each other and then I had to wait till I went out there. And then we were out there and then had to go to the farm. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. But I do, in that sense, it only works the, I think the longest it only works when it has an end goal, an end. Yeah, yeah. So if you are doing it for six months and you're like, where I'm moving to New York or he's moving home or whatever, yeah. I think it works in that sense. But if it's long-term, no. Yeah, I don't think you could do it longer than what, like maybe even a year. A year. And like a year, I'm saying that as if they were like living close to you, like Europe. I don't think you could do a year if they're living in Australia. No, Australia's too far. It's too far. Yeah, America, maybe if they're on New York, like the West, is that West Coast? So you could do two weeks visit. Yeah, yeah. But like fucking hell, like more than a year, I'm not sure. Again, I have no experience of it. So like I can't say, but my whole thing is, uh, it's not a nice trait, but I'd be jealous. Oh, like yeah. where are they who are they with like, why didn't you reply even though there's a time difference that's kind of stuff my ex went yeah, interrating for three weeks uh, like without me because I was like oh I have the money and he was like come and I was like I can't afford to come and the whole time I was like I like but just still trying to be like still trying I remember him coming back and he's like oh I did this day trip to Bruges and we went to um, I went with this girl from the hostel and I was like "Ah, really and he was like yeah she was so annoying I was like you you know so I yeah I don't know whether that's I would say depends on the people and depends where they're going 
and the long term and an end goal in sight. Yeah. If it's a year, you know, he's going to Berlin, let's say for a year, somewhere you can fly to and visit for a weekend. And if it's a work thing, if somebody got offered an amazing opportunity for a job, I can totally understand. Like, and if you've been together for a while, then like you should support your partner, but longer than a year, Jesus, I don't know. Um, Somebody else said they wanted advice on how not to worry about what the other person is going to see you, I'm assuming, see you like on a first date. So. But what, do you, like, you obviously mean physically, does she? I'm assuming so. I mean, the thing is, that's a confidence issue. Yeah. If you're so worried about what someone's going to think of you, like, you've already put pictures and up, like, if it's a dating profile date or yeah, whatever, what you, they've already seen, if you've changed dramatically from what the life if may... If gained a lockdown stone, so has he. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you could always, like, if you felt decent enough, like, send them a more recent selfie if, like, you're texting or whatever. I would say, go and get a, a wash and blow dry because you oh, feel yeah. amazing after washing blow dry. Or just do the one thing that makes you feel good before you go out. Yeah, if, if it's, it's a wash and blow dry or getting your nails done or getting your lashes done or whatever it is. I would say, you make that little investment because I know that when you get my, get my hair washed and blow dry, it's so rare, but you feel like your hair is lighter. You feel stunning even yeah. without any makeup on. So. Yeah, but also I would, say, I would say the guy is probably just as concerned about what you think of him mm-hmm. and how he looks as well. It's not, don't be like so wrapped up in the idea that he's thinking so much about what you look like. He's probably worried about whether he looks like shit. Yes. Uh, somebody else said, if you pick three musts a fella must have for you to like them, what would they be? Sense of humour. Definitely. Big one. Huge one. They can't laugh themselves. Forget it. They can't take sarcasm. Forget it. Well, they wouldn't last with you if they couldn't take sarcasm. Well, your man, because uh, I slagged off his shoes. <laughs> Fucking another disaster. <laughs> hey, 2020, fuck off. Mine are very, I can very quickly think of them. Uh, since you're loyalty. Yeah. Loyalty, yeah. And the other one is the ability to not have to worry about them. So like, this is my main thing is that if I'm bringing Paddy Joe yeah. to the pub and I have to go and take a phone call and I'd say, oh God, he's going to offend somebody or oh, he's going to get in a row or he's going to be drunk or puke on them or whatever. I want to be able to, my friends to just relax around. I like similar to that after like the relationship I was in before is like, I don't want to have to take care of somebody mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be on a night out. I just mean like, like I would quite like for somebody else to be like, Hey, Roisin, you're all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. as opposed to me being always concerned. And that, by the way, I'm not saying like you should worry about your partner or whatever. No, constant. But I mean constant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, definitely loyalty, honesty, sense of humor. I think for a lot of girls, looks aren't the main thing. Like you obviously want to be attracted to some, but like for me, a guy gets much better looking with the personality. If a guy is gorgeous and he's a dick, like he's still gorgeous but you're like oh what an asshole yeah. it's hard to kind of get past it yeah like if you suddenly heard the Paul Mesco was a twat you'd be raging because he's beautiful absolutely rage right. <laughs> uh, somebody else <laughs> have you ever shifted someone famous <laughs> oh hello my former roommate <laughs> Did you no? I, Michelle that shifted the very famous art rapper. Scored <laughs> <laughs> someone who was in person. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wowie. I know. I don't think I've ever unless they came fit. Oh, do you know what? Oh. I had a date with a guy just the, like a couple of days before full lockdown went in, and we shifted, and he had been in one of those VHI ads, and had also been in. Do you know the uh, do you know the condom ad? Like, have you got a Johnny? Yeah. And he had been the one condoms with that. that. Yeah. And he was in the tent with a woman, and she zipped. Your man knocks on the tent, and she zips it open, and he's fell in the background. So that's my claim to fame. Wow. <laughs> I also um, one of our other friends went on a date with a very famous comedian. I'm sorry, she didn't go on a date. She didn't go on a date with him. Shifted the face. And I left an aggressive voicemail on my phone. Where are you? I'm like, we won't oh. say much. We'll just say he was on dancing. Fucking joy. And he's been to spar. Uh, um, it's, uh, this is how I'll know if she'll caught up in the episodes when I get an angry message. <laughs> I can't wait to see the length of time before she texts us with that. Uh, so that, well, I shipped to my first at eBay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you, you should want to tell me that. Well, I can't do with that. That is. <laughs>
So if we got any more questions, we want to, well, there's a few other ones there, but like, um, they're kind of on the same things we've kind of covered already. Uh, okay. So I sort of touched on. I don't even know what we've talked about, to be honest, on four beers deep now. So ah, like, sure. The bottle of wine's nearly gone. Um, do, 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> Why are we having more in Ireland or Sean O'Rourke? Are you going to sing our new... Good night. We were all... We're going to do our new theme tune. I actually... That was another thing. If anybody here would like to produce... Oh, sorry. So this is the best story of all time. Roshi texted me during the week to think we should get like an intro music, like we should pay someone on our podcast considering remember we don't have a sponsor yeah we don't uh, have, no, we're not we don't have any money we're not influencers we are not famous and so Roger said do you think we should pay somebody to do like a music like a little theme song I said oh Rose it's going to be really expensive but like why don't we ask some she said she'd heard it on a couple of Irish podcasts yeah I said some so Irish she messaged these podcasts who yeah. um, one of them is very lovely had given us a shout out on yeah. their um, Insta stories so um, we she messaged them or whatever and uh a thousand euro. A grand, lads. A grand. So a- if you could all uh, Patreon <laughs> slash go and fund me, that would be great. But uh, yeah, but like then the other one got back to me and said they a friend had done it. Yeah, so if, any, so if anyone sounds, we'll give you 50 euro. Any chance Dermot Kennedy is with Right, guys, it's been a drunk episode. We made pop eat. There's still going to be a recording at 2 o'clock in the morning when we come back on. <laughs> okay, love you guys. Bye. Bye.